0: This is Things You Might Have Heard. I am Jay Cleven Payne, and I'm ready to present to you yesterday's latest in information, politics, convince, and pop culture. This is your go-to submental source for both mainstream and unconventional news stories you may have missed. with A little added context here or there. In the queue, we have eight stories from yesterday, past great stories that you vetted as conversational, and I curated them to the eight stories you have here. We'll explain the whole vetting process at the end of the headlines and bring you some fun today things as well. Stick around for the whole thing. You don't want to miss that coming up. Remind you that you can go to our website, this is the conversationproject.com, for all full details of all our offerings at the conversation project and find out everything we do all day, all night, literally all the time for conversational type stuff. And let's get into the headlines for today. Today is Friday, December the 8th, 2023. Here are the eight stories vetted by you and created by me to give you today's updates. Starting off right off the bat with the teaser story from our, our Photo that we have. Jonathan Majors' defense brings up accuser's ex high school boyfriend. Uh, it, that's the the story. Was essentially this trial for Jonathan Majors and his defamation, his um his, his abuse trial was going on, and his former girlfriend. Grace Jabari came overwhelmed, emotional during her second day of testimony, and it's going pretty awful if you're trying to watch this thing. It's really, really tough to get into. Basically, they went after her hard, which you would expect them to do because uh, one side has a client that they want to get off of the the charges, and the other side wants to basically nail them to the wall with everything. And so the defense for Mr. Uh, Majors is going really, really big on trying to go after all the things in her past, just basically trying to prove that she's a horrible person, now, a lot of the comments that we have from the from the posting we had out there to discuss this are going back and forth on just how horrible a person that Jabari may actually be. And The fact that they're all I say the, the collective they are blaming her instead of blaming him, and then there's the collective days that are blaming him instead of her. There's an issue. Something happened, and right now the court has to decide how they're going to lean on this thing. You, we have some evidence, but in the in the in the grand scheme of things. Some resolution will come from this court trial. We'll see how it happens. And no one will be happy when it's all over. It's just how this thing is playing. We have a lot of people playing up. The, the Jabari is the assaulter here. The people were are playing that Jonathan Majors is a horrible person here. We will see how this one plays out, how the ruling will go. And unfortunately, because court is court, if there's any sort of appeals going forward after that. Our second headline from the day. Basically getting all the bad boys out of the way out from the get go. Starting off with Jonathan Majors going next to Hunter Biden who's been indicted on tax crimes by a special counsel. I believe there are nine total tax crimes coming up uh, including uh, federal um, charges, a failure, fail, failure to file and pay taxes, evasion of assessment and filing a false fraud tax return. Essentially uh, for about four years he didn't pay taxes about $1.4 million I'm assuming in that four year span not all all at once but he's you know spent it all up on a extravagant lifestyles, drugs, guns, women, things like that uh, because, you know, he was on drugs and having a bad time. Mentally, having a great time by, with debauchery and all other things, but having a bad time with his mental state at the moment, uh, Of course, this was supposed to all go away earlier on with a misdemeanor charge about a year or so ago when they had all these things thrown up, and then essentially someone decided that he was treated unfairly or basically got a special treatment, which the lawyers are called out, and now they 're throwing a book at him. I always bring this up they 're never throwing a book at the Trump kids and all the stuff they like actually did. But this is something that they're throwing at Hunter Biden and trying to attach Joe Biden to this. Although Trump actually did kind of profit from his kids using their influence to peddle themselves and make money. I said that because it's the truth. Let's move on to the next story. Headline it reads: U.S. Senator U.S. Senator Kevin Kramer's son charged with manslaughter in crash that killed North Dakota deputy. This is a very very sad story on very. So very many levels. The The basic story is Kevin Kramer's son was being driven, Evan Kramer, Ian Kramer, was being driven to a um, facility to deal with mental health. His mother was driving him. At some point in time, Ian took over the wheel and started driving erratically crazy and was chased by police officers. One officer was trying to lay out the spikes to cut his tires, and in the process, he was hit by the car and was killed, and he was been she being Ian Kramer, charged with manslaughter in the case. We'll go deeper into this one as this one will spiral into whatever's going to spiral into, probably all sorts of crazy chaos, if you will, but we shall see how this one plays out definitely in both courts of opinion and the actual court of law. Barbie anti-man backlash: Noah de Noah Bombach defends part uh, patriarch. I'm sorry, I can't read the the little thing in there because I hadn't scrolled the thing up yet. But uh, Noah Bombach is defending the patriarch jokes in the actual Barbie film because. Supposedly, he thought one of the screenwriters, um, of course, written by Greta Gerwig, the the producer and director and screenwriter, and one other screenwriter, Noah Baumbach, was on a 60-minute interview where they were asked about how people took the anti-man backlash. Essentially, uh, the the movie was a parody, a kind of a poking fun at the patriarchy, literally like out there printing the opens, you know, horses and man stuff and, and things like that. What got weird was Bombach thought that you know he didn't quite understand how it played out so well because he didn't think so many angry right wingers would kind of jump into the thing and you know poke at it because it was a movie about Barbie and it was a satire-ish kind of play play on the patriarchy. Uh, the way that it turned out was kind of weird to him even as a dude because he thought you know they would actually get the jokes and apparently sometimes you find especially in political talk. People can't get the joke or, more importantly, they don't understand that if they roll with the joke, it's it's much more fun that they may be the butt of the joke and you laugh at it and go along with it and you take it in stride because everyone's the butt of someone's jokes and it didn't work out so well for many folks on the right who burnt Barbie dolls and complained and called all sorts of things about the movie all the issues that there were the movies of which there were some issues that kind of thing. I thought it was one of the funniest movies I've seen in a while. Definitely the funniest movie I saw of the season. And I got the patriarchy jokes because it took me a while to figure out. It was a satire. It was poking fun at the patriarchy. That's all it was. It's was just poking fun. It wasn't a, a kid's movie. It was poking fun at the patriarchy and that's was the point of the movie, which I guess was the point of why people were so upset about it. The Las Vegas shooting suspect was a professor who recently applied for a job at UNLV. Now, this person, this professor, actually applied for many jobs in the region and got none of them, but he was identified as a person who actually applied for a job and actually had a list of people he was targeting. None of the people on those lists were actually uh, hit in the attack, but he did kill three people, and wounded four, I believe. All total, and of course, died in the end with a shootout with police. Uh, he, like I said, he, he tried to apply for many jobs in the region. He was basically described as kind of an eccentric person who was just a little bit off, and that might have been one of the reasons why he did not get any position either there or someplace else. But we're finding out more about the young, the man, It's a young man, um, uh, in, the, in, in the issue and how this thing's going to play out. This was le- le- listed as the 80th Scooting school shooting this year I believe 80th school shooting and the uh, 39th that happened at a university so, so just by a slight number of two more school shootings have happened in high schools or or primary schools than, than universities this year and 80 of them basically doubling the last year's total was somewhere around 40 something uh, so far and we still have a few weeks left in the year to get through things so we don't want to raise this number anymore we don't want to do any more damage do any more grief to this we are going to send our positive thoughts and prayers, which does very little, but it hopefully makes someone feel better, and we'll see how this plays out going forward. John Ryan, I hope I'm saying his name right, joins Live Golf, a major upheaval in the uncertain world of golf. So I'm confused now, because I thought Live Golf and the PGA like merged together like Voltron to take over the, the universe of golf, but apparently not quite yet, not quite All in the works. The rumors of Rahm's departure were circulated for weeks and when he did not appear at a news conference earlier, it appeared that the writing was on the wall. His move to live golf comes at a precipice time for the sport as PGA Tour and Saudi Arabia's public investment fund are facing a December 31st deadline to formalize an agreement that would end legal hostilities between two organizations. So literally in days, they're supposed to figure this thing out, and it, meanwhile, Rom left the PGA Tour to go to to Live Golf, which technically doesn't exist, but does or, or something. People are very upset, all up in arms about this thing because there's a lot of political aspects into what Live Golf is. It's not just a bunch of rich people trying to buy the way into a sport. It's a bunch of rich people trying to buy their way into sport and essentially sport watching uh, over all the atrocities that these rich people, this nation, if you will, Saudi Arabia, some of the things that they do now. For all practical purposes, you can throw the, yeah, well, we're not that great either, but yeah, we don't go off killing political prisoners in broad daylight. So there, and we do have things on working conditions, even if we kind of screw those up as well. But we're going to see how this plays out because the golf world is all a tizzy about this thing here. You may not know what this means, but in diplomacy, sports diplomacy and golf diplomacy, it's a big old deal. Next headline. It reads like this. Juan Soto traded to New York Yankees from San Diego Padres in seven-player blockbuster. This is one that may hit you a little bit more in, in the heart. New York acquired Soto and Trent Grissom in a blockbuster trade with the cost-cutting Padres as uh, Wednesday night they were basically selling all they could. San Diego received right-handed pitchers Michael King, Johnny Brito, Randy Vasquez, Andrew Thorpe, along with catcher Kyle Liskaga. Uh It's a big old deal as the Padres are trying to... Um, Literally kill some 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 contracts, save some money, and essentially probably will actually end up getting rid of most of these guys because they're going to find cheaper players from either their minor leagues or just find other cheaper players on the on the market when it gets there. Major League Baseball is not quite here yet. In fact, it's weird. We're going to talk about the um, NBA in-season championship that's apparently next week, and um, no one cares about baseball. Basketball. I don't really care about basketball till December till Christmas. Christmas is when I start caring about basketball because it's it's in there. The sports are all a, a crazy. The golf world is blowing up. The baseball world is still having blockbuster trades before, Decem- before December is over. It's you know cats and dogs living together. Oh, by the way, fans think that the Orange Bowl might not happen after a canceled Georgia-Florida State press conference. Georgia and Florida State were supposed to play in the Orange Bowl. They are teams 5 and 6, literally outside of the rankings for the college football championship. But... Georgia was number one basically all season to the very end. And Florida State was undefeated, so they went without losing a game to the very end. And there is precedent for the loser of the uh, SEC championship, that time being Alabama, losing to Georgia to actually make the playoffs anyway. These two teams think they should have been there because they are better teams. However, the committee said that Alabama was a better team to be than Florida State. And Alabama just beat Georgia, so they're out. Fans think? There may be no Orange Bowl because both teams may actually boycott the game. We will see how that one plays out going forward. In our apologies, errors, and omissions, we are not talking about this one story because the life of it is kind of dying, but there's going to be two more debates on CNN. I don't know how they pulled this off. Two more Republican debates, and they're also going to have some town halls recently, or, or pretty pretty quick, with Ramaswamy and DeSantis, two guys who are flailing in the, in the coverage. But the biggest story of the debate from now, last night, uh, or, or I guess two nights ago, uh, GOP presidential hopefuls target Nikki Haley more than Trump. Nikki Haley more than Trump. Nikki Haley more than Trump. Actually, Nicki Minaj more than Trump. They Basically, they did not talk about Trump except for, you know, Chris Christie, who's like, we went 20 minutes. We haven't talked about Trump. We've gone 40 minutes. We're not talking about Trump. Yo, we're not talking about Trump. They're not talking about Trump because his job is in the races to talk about Trump. Everyone else has basically talked about Nikki Haley. Maybe did some jabs at at Christie. It's going back. A lot of Ramaswamy blasts because he's just nuts. But the big focus of the night was Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley coming out as the top runner for number two in the race to be number two in the hopefuls. Chances are she won't be number two on the ticket with Donald Trump, assuming he doesn't go to jail, which may be the only thing that saves us from having him running for president. Our teaser story for the weekend. This is a story that's been posted right now, and you can actually get in on the action. And if you like this story, we'll talk about it come Monday. Because Monday is the next time we'll return to this form here for things you might have heard. We'll give you 10 stories Monday morning from the top 30 of the weekend. So a lot of work has to go into keeping this one going. And a lot of Friday stories actually get up there because most people are still working and and more engaged on Friday. Although Saturday and Sunday stories are big as well. This one I think has some legs. This one has a chance. This one I hope we get into at least on Monday. Make it in the range so that even if it doesn't make it for a top 10 story for the next week, I think this is one you guys will sort of enjoy. So simply go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter. Facebook.com slash this Is the conversation project and twitter.com or x.com t-h underscore conversation and like, love, hate, share, engage in any news story you see us post. Every 50 minutes or so we're posting new stories. Engage in them, the higher engagement a story gets, a better chance of talking about this. If this is a top 30 story come Monday, we're talking about it. And this story, the headline, oh, it's so simple, but so sweet. Arkansas Legislature Audit says review of Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders' $19,000 lectern purchase won't be finished till 2023. Three things about this. Number one, the podium is the thing that you stand on. It's that. Number two, the lectern is the thing you stand behind. Make sure you know that. Number three, Sarah Alchemy Sanders ordered a $19,000 lectern that no one's seen, and she ordered it this time last year. Is there a fourth thing? Yeah, the auditor can't find it, and they're not going to have a report till sometime in the next couple weeks, maybe months. It definitely won't be by the end of 2023. We can't see the lectern. We know the check was written. No one will talk about it, but guess what? It exists. Or maybe it doesn't exist. No one will talk about it. And we won't know a real report till 2024 sometime. And by that time, she'll probably be you know, tapped to be the vice president or something. Who knows? These things just sort of happen that way. But you want to talk about this one, engage in it and tell me this is the story you want to get into the ranks. And we will do our best to make it happen. We're going to talk about RVing right now. And so I cannot say that i'm my true love will give to me a partridge and a pear tree a couple of turtle doves and an rv for christmas in fact i'm pretty sure that's not happening but if an rv were to come to your life for christmas or hanukkah or new year's or in the near future you might want to check out i heart RVing. it's a website that talks all about the life the love and the lifestyle of rv people and it's basically free this is one of those things that there are some links there they do have some affiliate links there that will give back to us if you check out I heart RVing, but most of the things is information, their stories, their articles that give you ideas in RVing or how to find RV places. So why don't you check it out? Because RVing is one of the coolest things to do. Now I have promised my family camping trips, like like a farmer's wife, it's a camping trip since we got married twenty years ago, and I have been be honestly uh, kind of pushing back on it because once we go outside and she's laying on the dirt, I'm pretty sure our marriage is over. So when we do get a chance to go camping and we actually have the time to do that, you know, no house right now is the close to camping as we're getting right at the moment. We are going to try to do things in style, if not a cabin, some sort of RV where we can drive around and kind of see the sights and do what's going on. That's the way we want to do, do that. We don't have the space for, available for the RV to keep in the house, you know, keep around the house, I guess. But it's something that we can do. An RV is something you don't have to necessarily buy into. You can rent, you can borrow, you can just kind of live the life. You get a pop-up tent, which is not laying on the ground. Much, much better. Check out iHeartRVing at our site li- at our site at This is the conversationproject.com this is conversationproject.com/rv. This is one of the links to the sites that doesn't necessarily cost you anything, but we get some pub from you visiting from our affiliate link and if you do click on one of their affiliates, we do get something back in return and we get to share the love of RVing. I've gone camping quite a bit when I was younger, hadn't really had the time and opportunity and like I said, my wife thinks she wants to go camping. I don't think she really wants to lay on the ground. But we'll see once we put her on the ground whether I'll be put in the ground from, you know, that whole relationship. Meantime, happier things to talk about is the conversation project, and the conversation project lives online. I'm not on the ground at this is the conversation project.com. Check us out at our website and you can see all you can see what we do there. We have the feeds that allow you to engage in stories. We have an email address that allows you to engage with us directly, the conversation inbox at gmail.com. We have the partnerships page that allows you to directly get with us as well so we can work on things directly. We have links to every place that we are in video, audio, and in just written link form. Find us all. Hang out with us all. Get ready for us all here in the conversation. Okay, and of course, you're getting ready this weekend for the weekend stuff. We have the weekly wrap-up. I've already uh, did the pre-posting of the stories. Have a good idea what stories are tops this week. I don't have all the numbers crunched for engagement numbers and percentages, but I have a, a raw listing of the top stories. And believe it or not, Taylor Swift not top 10. I know. Shocking, But you can find out what the top 10 stories are this week, this weekend by looking for the weekly wrap up. And with that, the story of the week. Hopefully you enjoyed the last story of the week. A lot of, it got a lot of late responses because it was about Bible Betrino, and then people had to kind of pick up on it. But it got a lot of great responses as well. Not quite as many as the Marion Williamson one, not quite as many as the Jessica Alba one as they should have gotten that many. But uh, I think we're doing a good job of finding a story that's touching a nerve with me and you guys. Let me know in the conversations, in the comments on those ends as well. Let's get into the wrap-up for the day as we get to prepare for a final day of the work week, for most cases, for your Friday. Uh, Fridays, we have the fun stuff. Every day, we have the fun stuff. And every day, we start off with birthdays. Terry Hatcher is who we're celebrating uh, here for this day. December the 8th, birthday wish goes out to Terry Hatcher, 59 years old. I'm sorry. Get Get that extra one because she's earned it, and she's earned it well and beautifully. She's not doing a lot of things uh, in the big eye these days. I'm sure she's got a Lifetime Christmas movie that will be popping up soon that we've just not pot stumbled on yet. But of course, um, coming to prominence in a lot of things in her, her youth, if you will. Uh, playing um, Lois Lane in the iconic Lois and Clark. Also playing uh, alongside a MacGyver back in MacGyver days. And uh, she was originally, I guess, discovered uh, as one of the dancers when the love boat did all these dancing things. She was a dancer in a love boat. Did you know that? It is true. Terry Hatcher, 59 years old, on today. In 1980, on this day, December the 8th, John Lennon was murdered by Mark David Chapman in New York City. This was a very tragic, very big event. Something that I'm a little too young to really kind of remember. I remember it, but really to feel it because I was only about six years old and so... Uh, not really into the Beatles. Really, It was all about Michael Jackson at the time, to be honest. Uh, and and so the gravity of the loss is something that, as a music fan later on, I got to understand. But in the moment at the time, John Lennon being murdered by Mark David Chapman uh, was a very, very big traumatic thing in the time. Especially the way things were reported back then versus right now. Today is Christmas Tree Day. We pick a celebration for every single day, and today we went with Christmas Tree Day. It was one of the, the, the easier one to do, to be honest, uh, because why Christmas Tree Day? Christmas trees are the prominent decoration of those who celebrate Christmas, and right now is about the time when most people kind of go get their tree, especially if they're looking for a live tree. Today is the 8th, so if you're doing your math backwards like I've been trying to do lately, uh, Christmas is extremely close. It is extremely close. It is, um, by my math... I'm going to do my math on my fingers because I screwed this one up. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Yeah, I totally messed that up. Christmas is coming. Christmas is weeks away. And if you're going to get something that's a live tree, now would be the time to go ahead and get that so you can keep it nestled, keep it watered, and it will survive through the holidays, and you can just get rid of it about two days later if you're doing that. If you're just buying a regular old tree that's electronic, Get it whenever you don't ever want to. But go ahead and get started on your Christmas decorations. December 8th means we are basically weeks away from Christmas. Now's the time to get that Christmas tree. Totally butchered that that promo. But and celebrate Christmas Tree Day regardless. Celebrate us because we got through this. It's Friday, December 8th, 2023. Thank you so much for being with us for the shows all weeks all year all two years we've done this thing uh in this format for a little over two years uh different places different highlights different spotlights and different studio setups and it's been a wild ride actually it's might, it might be closer to three at this point thank you for joining us for this stuff hopefully you enjoy what we're doing now if you're not email me and tell me stop by the feeds and tell me what to talk about make sure you're staying um limber and hydrated on task for all the grand things you are here to do throughout the Christmas season and throughout the beyond and enjoy your Friday. Remember weekly wrap up and the story of the week coming out for the weekend tomorrow. Look for those podcasts in different feeds and enjoy yourselves. Love you. Mean it. We will see you guys on Monday in this form.